Welcome back to another episode of the 100% Elite Podcast with your host, Jeff Ingram. What is up everybody, it is your captain back at it again for another episode of the 100% Elite Podcast. This is episode 78. Now it has been another jam-packed week of AEW content served up to us by Tony Khan himself. Um, It was a giant episode of Dark Elevation, like two and a half hours long, Uh, dark classic, whatever we're calling it still. Uh, was like an hour and 55 minutes, so another two hours. Um, and then, you know, we had Dynamite two hour long, so uh, a fuck ton of content this week, uh, that's for sure. We got some news to dive into. We got some news about the podcast coming up next week and where I'll be at and where you can find me and all these things uh, in this episode. So um, let's dive right in to some news. So, I am sure everybody has heard by now that AEW is moving to TBS in 2022. Um, they're also debuting this year a new show, the third hour show that we've all you know, been wondering what it's going to be, what it's going to be called. It's going to be called AEW Rampage, and it's going to start August 13th, and it's going to be at 10 p.m. I think the first show is just going to be this way. I don't know exactly where it's going to land. They're kind of up in the air about it when... When you see all the press releases and stuff like that. So I'm sure it has to do with playoffs and all types of different things that are factoring in to this deal. The NHL is the reason why they're moving. Uh, NHL just uh, signed a new deal with TNT to be putting hockey on their uh, program. So they're moving to TBS. I mean, TBS is fine with me. Um, I mean, it's just a different channel that we have to watch it on. Uh, so they are, they are moving to TBS. It's not, I don't know. I don't know really how I feel about it. I, the TNT champion is the title really is my favorite title. I think the way it looks, everything about it. So, um, I don't know if it's going to change. I know they're supposed to, uh, TNT is still going to hold four big super card events uh, a year. So I'm sure it's going to be things like, you know, Fight for the Fallen, Beach Break. Um, you know, they're little special paper, pay-per-view style events on TV. So maybe that'll be what it is. But um, yeah, AEW Rampage and AEW Dynamite moving to TBS. Uh, hopefully they come up with a TBS title you know what I mean something like that or maybe don't name it after the tv channel next time so if you have to move it doesn't look kind of weird I know it's still all under the same umbrella so the TNT champion can still be like TNT dynamite you know what I mean they can still say fuck it and still call it the TNT champion Um, and it's just you know TNT dynamite not the station the actual like 
thing that blows up. I don't know. It's it's sounded cool in my head, but now that I'm talking about it, I'm like, wow, that sounds kind of stupid. Um, but yeah, the, the four super cards a year, TBS and August 13th for Rampage. Uh, next up in the news, Will Ospreay uh, has hurt his neck um, during that match, during that um, NJPW uh, card he has to vacate the title for for right now uh, obviously um i guess he's going to be hurt for a while obviously you know if they're going to be stripping the title away from him that's pretty big news um and then you know tough luck uh you know for him but i'm sure somebody like the one switchblade jay white uh might in the uh, <laughs> in the running for that, I would love to see Jay White take it. Or um, shit, I mean, to put put the belt back on Okada. He can't do anything wrong. He really can't. Um, uh, and speaking of Will Ospreay, his uh, lovely B Priestley is uh, you know rumored to be headed to NXT UK. So um, picking up that WWE mantle. Um, over there. I, I don't know how I feel about that. I don't, I mean, maybe, maybe it'll work with her, but I feel like they just pick up people who, you know, are around any AEW stuff just to make sure that they don't go back or that they're not, they don't become, you know, big stars. I don't know. They kind of did that to that Ben Carter kid. Basically he showed up and they were like, ah, no, no, to sign a contract with the NXT UK. You'll you'll love it. And then what if? I mean, have you guys seen a lot of stuff from him? I sure haven't. Yeah, crickets. Uh, but who knows? Maybe it'll work out for B. Priestley. Um, other than that, I know the WWE has let go of a lot of people today. I don't know. I mean, not a lot, a lot, but I know Velveteen Dream was in, <laughs> in that, uh, in that little bit there. And uh, good, I'm glad he is. You know, uh, you know all the things that we've read over the internet this past year about that guy. I don't know why they didn't fire him long ago. I don't know how Matt Riddle still has a job and is like being pushed on TV, even though he's got huge huge rape allegations and like uh stuff like that i I don't know i don't want to dive too deep into all that stuff because that's all their fucking garbage uh that you know i don't i don't even want to talk about it anymore because he's fired velveteen dreams fired sorry don't fuck with kids um yeah anyways (laughs) so news with the podcast um so this coming week uh I'm going to be co-hosting an episode of Seeing the Elite. So there, I mean, it would be their normal episode, but but Dynamite airs next Friday night. So uh, I guess we're going to be like cutting it on Saturday. And then their coverage for Double or Nothing, I'm going to also be on that. So that'll be on Monday. So this podcast will be dropping uh, a Dynamite-only episode next week so there will be no dark there will be no uh dark classic dark elevation whatever all that stuff it's just going to be a quick dynamite review um maybe some news if i have it um and that's about it just because i'm going to be doing a full episode already so you know doing four podcasts is going to be a lot or i can do you know a short dynamite 
podcast and then, you know, give them all my time and that'll work out for uh, all of us. That way my wife doesn't <laughs> fucking hate me for sitting here talking into a microphone for a billion hours next weekend. Um, but yeah, and then uh, the coverage of Double or Nothing. I'm hoping to bring on Zach for Double or Nothing for this show. Uh, that would be great. If not, I'll I'll do a quick, uh, you know, rundown. And that way I got one on here. Uh, also, you know, some of the people who listen to this podcast also listen to Seeing the Elites podcast. So it wouldn't be like oversaturating my uh, coverage of the fucking pay-per-views. Um but yeah, the shows are going to be completely different because I'm going to just do a quick dynamite rundown and then, and that will be that. Um, but let's move into Dark Elevation. Dark Elevation uh, was fucking long this week. So let's, uh, let's try to dive right through this. The first match was Adrian Alanis versus Jungle Boy. Uh, snare trap for the win here. Uh, Jungle Boy, uh, he's going to be in that battle royale. I'm excited to see uh, him wrestle some more. I don't know why we haven't seen a whole lot of him in his singles st- stuff lately, but it's nice here uh, we get a singles match out of Jungle Boy. He had a great match to start off dar- Dark Elevation. The next match was Aaron Solo versus Dustin Rhodes. Um, man, Dustin still has it, dude. Dustin is the best old guy working right now. Um, dude can still go like 110%. Solo hitting the fucking uh, double stomp for two was a, uh, a really nice spot here. The final reckoning for the win. Uh, and then after the match, Camarado hitting uh, Dustin with the cowbell was, uh, you know, furthering along the story. I, I like this. Dark Elevation still putting in uh, story, you know, parts was uh, was was great. Uh, after this, we had Mox and Eddie Kingston versus Royce Isaacs and uh, Danny Limelight. Uh, Eddie starts this off like real hot, stiff uh, shots. Uh, you know, the way that Eddie works is just fucking fantastic. There's a huge power bomb to Limelight. You know, I and I like the part where Eddie Kingston just like looks at Mox, tags him in, like show me you can fucking do better, because he just worked these dudes, uh, and you know, in comes Mox, uh, d- doing his fucking bruiser things, uh, and there was a nice belly to belly by Kingston in this match, uh, double springboard, uh, swinging DDT by Limelight was fucking insane, um, and then the violent crown, it was it's a half and half. Uh, suplex with a clothesline in a, you know, combo. Uh, and then Mox picks him up paradigm shift, uh, to the other dude for the win. I, I don't know. I am loving this tag team. I'm hoping the young bucks versus them is going to be just this, you know, all out brawl. I hope we get to see a, a different side of both teams. Uh, I'm super pumped for that. Now, Jake, the snake and Archer cut a promo on uh, bear Bronson and Miro. Um, Lance Archer, man, he kind of, he kind of has this, like he'll get in the limelight and then he gets put on the back burner a while. And I know that's kind of what they're there. He came out and like, they even talked about it in a couple promos. Um, him versus Miro, man. I, I don't know. I don't, I don't know if they should be doing this already. I mean, the monster, he's literally the Murderhawk monster versus the Bulgarian monster. Like, uh, I don't know how this is going to go. I'm sure it's going to be an all-out brawl, big big man match. It's going to be great, but 
Lance Archer losing to Miro already sounds kind of too soon. Um, and Miro losing the title already would just, I mean, it would fuck up his momentum too. So I don't know what they're doing exactly with this booking. Uh, I'm not a big fan of this, honestly. I mean, I want to see the match, but storyline wise, I'm like, man, they could have played this out a little bit different. Uh, bigger storyline had, you know, Lance Archer actually go through some people who are, you know, worthy enough, have, uh, Miro have, you know, a couple title defenses before they face off. Cause I, what Miro's going to have one this Friday and then he's going to face Lance Archer for a double or nothing. I mean, it sounds way too rushed. Um, but who knows, who knows how it's going to play out. Maybe, maybe Lance Archer wins, um, and just smashes Miro's fucking legacy, uh, right away. Um, after this promo, we had Bear Bronson versus Lance Archer. This was actually a pretty cool fucking match. Uh, this was another kind of big dude versus big dude. And uh, hitting the blackout for the win. Picking up Bear Bronson is no uh, easy task. Uh, fucking Lance Archer making it look easy. Um, after this, we had Ryan Nemeth uh, on the showcase. Uh, you know, Paul White doing these little backstage like interview type or like these sit down interview type things that I'm been I've been loving them on Elevation. It's it, you know you get to peer in. Last week I think it was Danny Limelight. He's had the acclaimed on there. Um, you know they're cool. I mean Ryan Nemeth uh, obviously he's got this heel. I'm a hunk Hollywood whatever. But these like you know sit down interviews. Uh, some of them have been done in character. I think the acclaimed was kind of done full character, but. Uh, they kind of give little snippets of real life shit. You know what I mean? It makes you like these characters a little bit more. Obviously, I wish Ryan Nemeth like had some better fucking gear and you know worked a little bit better. Uh, that's kind of harsh, but um, I think I would like him a lot more. I think he's got likable, you know, aspects. I he he did a thing on BTE this week that I actually really liked, uh, where he was basically asking people, uh you know, questions about himself and they didn't know the answer because they didn't really know much about him. Um, I don't know. You got to watch it to understand what I'm talking about, but, uh, you know, okay. So Chris Jericho had the gun club on his podcast. Now I've been fucking harsh on the gun club. I like Austin gun. Uh, but you know, the way that they just tell their backstory and talk about, uh, their training and talk about how much they love it and stuff like that. Dude, I'm telling you what, right now, I'm going to watch all their matches from here on out. Just from that one podcast, uh, they're very young in the business, and I'm going to give them a fair shot. I'm going to watch their matches and see them. You know, uh, this could be a thing where we see tag champs from when they were young. Further down the line, we'll we'll see them in the big, in the big main event slot. I mean... Um, I don't know, just the way they talk about the business and shit like that. I'm just going to give them a fair shake and, you know, stop. Not, I haven't been really been hating just because I'm like, why do I care? All that stuff like that. But now I care. So I'm going to start watching a lot more of their stuff. Um, anyways, showcase Ryan Nemeth. Uh, it was, it was a good one. I don't know. I, I go on, on these tangents sometimes. Uh, after this, we had, uh, Natalia, uh, Markov versus Layla Hirsch, uh, stiff fucking German suplexes to the back of this, uh, Jesus folded this girl in fucking half. Layla Hirsch just 
you know, holding holding it down in the women's division, you know, handing out beatings to some of these girls. Uh, But they were back-to-back, vicious, very nice, clean running knee, um, and then hitting that armbar combo for the win here, tapping girls out with that armbar. I like that, you know, the legit girls, as you would say, use real submissions as their finishers. Uh, I know Ronda Rousey did the armbar for a while because uh, she's a legit, you know, fighter and stuff like that. But Layla Hirsch, legit wrestler, uh, I like that she uses real wrestling moves to finish people off instead of, I don't know, whatever the fuck Abaddon does. Um, after this, uh, we have uh, Scorpio Sky and all ego Ethan Page versus Jalen Brandon and Trayron Jordan. Um There were some pretty good moves in this match. Uh, Obviously, don't expect much uh, out of these enhancement guys. There was a jumping brain buster suplex by Oliko Ethan Page, which was fucking dope. Uh, The heel hook by Sky for the win. And then all ego Ethan Page hits a huge ego's edge to the other guy. Uh, You know, just insult to injury, you know. Uh, embarrassing these guys after they've already won. I, I like the, I like the dynamic that Scorpio Sky and All Ego Ethan Page have. Um, I think they're making a great tag team. I cannot wait to see them feud because we know that is coming. Uh, they're gonna get so high at the top, and then there's can only be one. So hopefully, um, we get the uh, Scorpio Sky versus Ethan Page. Um, match later on obviously um but it looks like we're getting sting and darby versus all ego ethan page and scorpio sky that's going to be a live match uh instead of sting working these um you know cinematic matches it's going to be his first in ring live match back so that's going to be fucking dope uh i hope they uh protect him well i hope darby takes a lot of the beating and you know, you get to see Sting do a nice big hot tag, come in there, get a little bit of a beat down, um, and then get out. <laughs> get the fuck out. Um, after this, we had Matt Hardy, the bunny, and the blade cutting a promo. Um, I, this Matt Hardy in his fucking, like, H-O-F or whatever the fuck he's calling it. Um, no, H-F-O. That's what it is. Uh, I still am not completely sold on it. Maybe it's more private party than anything else. They've kind of dove into the gimmick a little bit more, starting to wear like, you know, more business looking shit. Um, so that's kind of working for them. But the bunny, the blade and butcher, obviously butcher's hurt right now. So, you know, he hasn't really been in the picture, but I don't know. I just am not buying it all the way. I, th- I wish there was a lot more people that, were like Matt in this obviously private party doing their part but if if the bunny and blade and butcher started wearing more like you know business attire shit and like more worried about money like all plated to the same gimmick I think it would work really well but on to the next match Kylan King versus the bunny um I man I really like this match actually Kylan King is great uh, Ohio represent uh, the bunny is you know she's the bunny uh, I liked Allie's old gimmick I like when she was a face I like her wrestling 
Uh, I think she's great. Uh, there was a nice fallaway slam by Kylan King, a nice uh, spine buster uh, from Kylan King. It was really stiff shot by the bunny, uh, an uppercut with a knuckle duster uh, for the win here. Goes to hit down the rabbit hole and Big Swole for the save here because they've kind of had that trio going on, uh, Big Swole and Red Velvet, for a little while. It was a nice little match by them. Uh, I think the women's division needs somebody like Kylan King. She's bigger. Um, she can toss these girls around. Uh, she's got a different look to her than the rest of them. Uh, I like the intensity by her. So uh, I hope she gets a deal and, and they build this uh, roster a little bit. You know, a little bit bigger, and uh, I mean, I'm I'm wondering where some of these girls are at though. Like Penelope Ford, where the fuck has she been at? Um, you know, we haven't seen Riho in a while. We haven't seen, uh, we fuck, we haven't seen a lot of people. Um, Kevin Bennett and uh, Kevin Blackwood, the Kevins, if you will, versus the acclaimed. Uh, mic drop for the win here. The acclaimed. Picking up a win, going against uh, Mox and Eddie Kingston, padding those records uh, for that big match. Now we have an all-ego Ethan Page and Scorpio Sky promo. It was a nice little promo. They do compare themselves uh, to Blade and Neo. So if Blade and Neo were in a tag team, like Neo from the Matrix <laughs> and Blade, yes, the vampire hunter, uh, were in a tag team together, it would be Scorpio Sky and All Ego Ethan Page. So glad to know that's what they think of themselves. Um, after this, we had QT versus Baron Black. I really like this match. This match was really fun. Uh, QT, the master of the dad bod style, hits the diamond cutter for the win. Uh, after this, we had Daniel Garcia versus Joey Janela. Uh, Fisherman Avalanche Suplex was doped by Joey Janela for a very stiff uh, Death Valley driver for the win. Uh, he fucking put this kid on his fucking head. Like, it looked ridiculously fucked. Um, looked like he was pissed off at this kid for, I don't know, fucking up his Avalanche uh, fucking fisherman's suplex or something i don't know he literally dumped this kid on his fucking skull um and got the win after that i mean what the fuck uh after this we had qt and a go-go promo uh hates america fuck off anthony a go-go um i don't know i i'm not liking his whole fucking i'm the governor in america sucks i don't know i just don't fuck, fuck all that um, after this, we had Private Party versus uh, five Allen Angels and Alex Reynolds. Man, I'm telling you, Alex Reynolds can be thrown with any tag team partner. doesn't have to be John Silver, and he fucking works like a champ. Um, I don't know. The hardy twist of fate to run interference. Then Mark Quinn uh, picks up the cover uh, and for the win here. It, I mean, there was a beatdown afterwards. The rest of the Dark Order comes out for the save. Um, I don't know. Big uh, big Dark Order versus the HFO or whatever the fuck it's called. Um, maybe maybe that'll be what it takes to split them the fuck up because I, I don't know. I'm just not in into that faction whatsoever. Matt Hardy and Private Party kind of make sense. They kind of have the same styles. It's easy, you know. He was one of their their fucking inspirations for getting into wrestling. Uh, but they all need the same fucking gimmick. It needs to all be cohesive and it all needs to work uh, for them to be a really good faction, in my opinion. 
After this, we had Chris Statlander cutting a promo, but just to get interrupted by Britt Baker. And then Britt Baker gets interrupted by Hikaru Shida, who literally chucks uh, a kendo stick at her. So that happened. Uh, and then the promo pretty much ends. Um, after this, we had J.D. Drake and Ryan Nemeth versus Roman Razel and Derek um, Pistario. Pistario? I don't know how the fuck you say your last name, but that's what it is. Uh, the reverse neckbreaker by Ryan Nemeth and a big fucking moonsault by J.D. Drake. Uh, that's got a, I mean, that's a lot coming down on you uh, for in that moonsault there. Uh, picking up the win there. Uh, padding the record for uh, this this little faction we got here. I wonder if Peter Avalon is like hurt or something pretty bad uh, just because he hasn't wrestled in a while. I know he's starting to come back out with him as of right now. Um, I think he was hurt. Maybe that... Maybe that is what happened. Uh, I'm hoping to see Peter get back in the ring. I know on BTE's kind of like, you know, spinning those wheels on whether he should get back with Leva or not. Um, so there's like a little storyline going on on BTE there. Uh, after this, we had uh, Britt and Sheeta uh, break apart. Like they're doing these big pictures for um, some magazine and... Britt Baker is like, hey, l- let me just hold the title so we can take a picture because you're going to need it anyways because I'm going to win that match, which I hope she fucking does. Jesus Christ, I hope she does. Um, after this, we had Ty Conti versus I Dream. Um, dude, Ty Conti is just fucking great. She really is. She's she's the whole complete package. Kicks are fucking amazing. The judo arm drags are great. The DD tie for the win here. Um I mean, bodied up, just she looks fantastic. So I hope she gets to be put. Uh, I know she had a really good match with Sheeta, but I just wish she was in more storylines connected to the top tier women's division. I wish they would start pushing more. You know, there's like six or seven storylines going on in the in the men's division, and that's not including the tag division. So I, I wish they would just involve the women a little bit more. Let's get them, you know, not just... Not just push Thunder Rosa, who doesn't even work for the company, um, and and push some of these you know mid card tier girls that are you know just kind of sitting around make doing these dark matches now. Um, I don't know. I think she's got way more potential than than just continuously uh, putting on good matches with uh, people who don't matter. So. Ty Conti to me should be up in the main event. She's she's had she has great matches. She's got a great look. Um, anyways, after this, Matt Hardy and H O F uh, promo on the Dark Order. Uh, the Dark Order and Matt Hardy's little group definitely going at it. Um, after this, we had a fucking great match: Robo versus Penta. Uh, man, Penta is fucking cool as shit. He is chops. His sh- chop is one of my favorite uh, things that he does. The missile drop kick on the Tree of Woe was awesome. Uh, breaking Robo's arm and then hits the fear factor for the win, which is that package pile driver. Uh, Pentagon, man, looking strong against this Robo guy. This Robo guy was fucking huge. Uh, worked really well. I thought this match was... Uh, sh- should have been a little bit longer and the main event. Um, after this, we had Robin Renegade versus Thunder Rosa. 
the Peruvian necktie for the win. Uh, Robin Renegade is one of those people that's been shown on Twitter a lot. I've seen a lot of her little highlights here and there. Um, she's pretty cool, man. Uh, I definitely am going to keep my eye on her. Um, after this, we had uh, J.D. Drake, Ryan Nemeth, and Peter Avalon and Cesar Bononi cutting a little promo talking about how great they are together. They put the pinkies in, all that nonsense. Uh, and then we get to our main event, Mike Seidel versus Brian Cage. Uh, Cage just beating this dude down for a while. I mean, but then Mike has these great little comebacks here and there. The Meteora was fucking great uh, by Mike. And then obviously he gets hit with the Weapon X for the win here. Um, dark elevation, uh, fucking two hours and 27 minutes long. Jeez, old pizza. It's a lot of matches, cool promos in between. Uh, I think they need to cut it way the fuck down. They could have cut out a lot of these matches that don't mean shit. I cannot wait for them to go back on the road because all this dark shit will go away when they're on the road. What did they have? Three to five clean matches that were talent versus talent. Not really a whole lot of indie people, and it was fucking great. We looked forward to these matches. We had Kenny Omega versus Joey Janela in a hardcore match. We had just, I mean, just bonkers, crazy, cool shit, and now we get the same fucking garbage over and over and over and over and over again with all these enhancement talents. I know they're kind of like building their own, kind of like a performance center, NXT. They, you know, they're pulling from all these indies and... Uh, you know, building their own, uh, I don't know, they're building their, their own version of the indies, kind of, with uh, Dark and Dark Elevation, but it's a lot, it's a lot of fucking shit to cover, um, so Dark Classic, I have some high points, obviously this thing started off with Powerhouse Hobbs versus Dean Alexander, Spinebuster for the win, quick match, uh, these are the highlight matches for me. Uh, you had Dante Martin versus Falco, a stiff 450 splash for the win there. Um, you had Matt Hardy cutting a promo. Uh, 10 versus Ryzen, full Nelson for the win. Uh, I hate that fucking submission. I really do. Uh, Chucky e. T had a great match. 9-11 uh, awful, a waffle for the win. Um, Lance Archer cut a promo on the TNT champ. And... Um, uh, the soon-to-be TBS champ. Uh, Lee Johnson and Fuego Del Sol had a fucking great match. The Blue Thunder Bomb for the win here. Um, the Acclaimed cut their music video, Talk Too Much, on Mox and Eddie Kingston. It's really funny. Go take a, a look at that. Um, and then, uh, obviously, Evil Uno and Cole Cabana uh, wrestled uh, Tamillion Vinesselt and Duncan Mitchell. God, that name is fucking atrocious. Um, the Billy Goats curse for the win after a senton bomb. Uh, Cesar versus Marco was definitely a big, uh, big clash of uh, size for sure. Jungle Boy cut a promo on the Casino Battle Royale, um, and then Sunny Kiss versus Serpentico uh, was a really nice match. Uh, Vert Vixen, Jasmine Allure versus Big Swollen Red Velvet. Fuck, I love Red Velvet. Uh, the Spear and Dirty Dancing combo for the win. Uh, Serena in the crowd watching Red Velvet. Uh, and then we get a Red Velvet promo on the NWA title and Serena Deeb and how, like, you know, how great and prestigious uh, the NWA title is, the women's title, that is. Um, 
we had Griff Garrison in a match with uh, Dion Russman. Uh, I really like Julio with them. Uh, Griff is good as fuck in my opinion. I really like him. The discus elbow for the win. Matt Seidel versus Marty Cassius was uh, a pretty good fucking match, actually. Uh, the lightning spiral for the win here. Matt Seidel padding his record. Uh, and then... Chris Statlander versus Diamante. This was fucking cool. I missed her music, actually. Like, she started coming out with the best friends, and they were doing, you know, Orange Cassidy's music. I missed her music. Her music's actually pretty fucking dope, uh, and it's way better for her. Uh, the best shape she's been in also. Uh, she looks fantastic. Uh, there was a nice power slam midair, uh, rolling splash off the apron, like she basically rolled and then rolled off of the ring uh, onto the floor with a splash. It was pretty funny. Uh, there was the running knee and then the BT bomb was fucking dope. Um, the big bang theory for the win here. Diamante looks stiff as shit. Uh, you know, chopping the fuck out of Statlander throughout this match. Uh, but losing to Chris Statlander here. Um, Chris Statlander on a roll. I really like uh, that she's back full force she's better than ever it's going to be great i hope her and nyla rose get a rematch uh from that revolution match so she can really uh put her all out there uh, after this we had nyla rose versus reka tahaka i just love saying that girl's name reka tahaka um the big beast bomb for the win um and then we have angelico versus very morales yay inverted figure four navarro death roll thing for the win i got angelico just go I don't know. TH2 has been gone for a while, and it's kind of been nice that I haven't had to cover their shit. I don't know why I don't like them. I just can't get into them. It's just they're just those guys that I can't I can't do it. Uh, I mean, shit. I like Luther better than I like TH2. Luther versus Brian Pillman Jr. Uh, the springboard clothesline for the win. This was kind of a fucking messy match for me. Uh, Brian Pillman Jr. and Luther seemed like they were blown the fuck up. Obviously, it's Florida. There's probably some heat, and they probably were blown up. Um, but yeah, that was Dark Classic. There's some highlights. I, I almost think I ran through the entire thing, actually. But without further ado, let's get right into the official homework of the week. All right, everybody. The official homework of the week is one match. Cody Rhodes versus Jay Lethal. ROH Final Battle 2018. Uh, this was a great match. Cody uh, did that awesome Metal Gear Solid um, fucking gear. Uh, th this was this was great. Uh, I really I really loved this match. Obviously, Cody's got a big match coming up, double or nothing. So maybe I'll find another Cody match for you guys to watch. Uh, who knows what homework will be next week. Obviously, I am off Twitter, so can't tag me in shit. Uh, just watch the homework matches. Uh, these are matches that I, you know, are recently watching or, or you know, think are great. So check them out. But um, without further ado, let's dive straight into Dynamite this week. Dynamite this week uh was fully jam-packed full of content i i liked a lot of this stuff i love the way it started off it started off with christian cage versus matt seidel uh christian cage working very aggressively to start this off the meteora by matt seidel was fucking dope uh the huge spear by cage uh nice little uh, edge moment there uh, the crazy knee strike by matt seidel was fucking cool uh hitting the kill switch out of nowhere for the win uh, and then 
you know, obviously Cage is 3-0 and here. The momentum that he's got, uh, hopefully he can keep it going. Ricky Starks come out to cut uh, a promo, and Team Taz attacks from behind. And then Hangman comes out and uh, hands Ricky Starks his drink, goes in and makes the save, and uh, starts beating up on Brian Cage. And taken out by the numbers uh, and a big powerbomb by Brian Cage here laying out hangman adam page i cannot wait to see that rematch because their first match was fucking fire uh hangman adam page is just one of those people you can put in the ring with anybody and they have great fucking matches but put them in the ring with brian cage and fucking fireworks happen man uh i'm i'm just super pumped for that uh after this you have brian pillman jr and griff garrison and julio hart cutting a promo let's Roll it. It's funny that the Young Bucks would mention my late father, Brian Pillman, because most would be led to believe that that's what got me into the professional wrestling business. Well, I'm here to tell you that that could not be further from the truth. That man is the reason I stayed away from pro wrestling for so long. Because growing up, all I ever knew was the dark side of the ring until I met the Young Bucks. A couple of good guys, a couple of family men that gave me hope. They showed me that this could be done the right way. They showed me that I could succeed and fulfill my destiny. The Young Bucks are why we're here today. In September of 2018, I was at a local show and I was asked to run the Young Bucks merchandise table. And I was overcome with joy. I was so happy just to be around those guys and hang out with them and just pick their brain. Fast forward a few years later, I come to AEW and I realize they're not the same Young Bucks I met back in 2018. What these boys need is a reality check. And that reality check is going to come in the form of the Varsity Blondes winning the AEW Tag Team Championships. And it's such a shame, isn't it? It's a shame that you guys had to go back to your old ways, the same old song and dance, the Bucks. Well, we've heard that story before. We've seen that movie. But the story you haven't heard is the story of Brian Pillman Jr., Griff Garrison, and the former national champion... Julia Hart, the Varsity Blondes, and we will not stop until we achieve our destiny and become the AEW Tag Team Champion. Man, Brian Pillman Jr., uh, he's definitely a talker, that's for sure. Griff Garrison, uh, nice little, uh, you know, adding a nice little bit of a promo from him. Julia Hart just looks great with these two. Um, you know, she looks like an actual real cheerleader. Um, I just like their Varsity gimmick. I like the the whole deal. I I mean, we'll talk more about them later, but this this was a great promo for me, uh, you know, talking about the Bucks here. And after this, we had Mox and Eddie Kingston cutting a promo on the acclaimed. It was really funny, so I had to throw it in here, and let's roll it. Gotta be making some kind of a dent in this tag team division. I mean, you can see us on Dog, on Elevation. You see us tonight against these boys, the acclaimed. They're supposed to be good. Are they any good? Rappers. One's a rapper. The rapper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One's a rapper, the other one's the rapper's friend. The rappers. Yeah, rappers. Fantastic. Yeah, yeah. All right, what we're going to do with the acclaim tonight is what we've done to every other team we've got in the ring with so far. That's true. Are we, invite, are we inviting them to a super kick party? Dog, is that what that I don't means? get the super kick part because I don't throw we, super kicks. You don't throw super kicks. I do definitely, we, I do not. Do we have kick. to throw super kicks so, to go to said party? So that's not what this is. No, no, no. This is not a super Look, my man TK, he's all about the analytics. analytics. He's a numbers analytics. guy. Analytics. Analytics. He's a numbers guy. We got to beef up that record. I don't Let's even just know. go out there and beat the bricks off these boys. Oh, I like that. They played the acclaimed promo right after this, but it just, 
really showed how great uh, Mox and Eddie are at cutting like just off the cuff promos. Um, I, I thought this was great. Uh, so it dives right into the match after this. The acclaimed versus John Moxley and Eddie Kingston. John Moxley coming out to Wild Thing. Uh, I'm loving this for him. I think this is fucking cool as shit. I think he's the one person who could really pull off that entrance music. Um, you know, Mox starts this off fast and snug. Uh, obviously, he got a little pissed off by the oral sessions comment in Max Caster's rapping at the beginning here, cutting into both of them, saying Eddie Kingston looks like a pack of Newports and shit like that. It was fucking cool. I, I'm loving Max Caster's raps more and more each time he comes out. He's doing a, a fucking fantastic job. I would actually like to see Max Caster and Austin Gunn do a song together or like maybe go against each other and have like a rap battle beforehand. Because uh, Austin Gunn can fucking rap too. He can freestyle. It's His shit's pretty good. Uh, but yeah, Mox starting off fast and snug. Crazy stalling suplex by Kingston uh, to Max Caster. Mox and Eddie working so well together in this match. I really love the tagging in and out. It was great. Mox came alive hitting a, a jumping pile driver. Uh, and then... Mox hit with the suplex crossbody combo. Uh, Bowen's getting the the chain, and the ref sees sees the chain, and then Max tries to hit uh, hit you no. Know, and while the ref is distracted uh, by this chain in Bowen's hands, Max Caster tries to hit them with the boombox from behind. They reverse it. They end up hitting Max with the boombox. And then they hit that wheelbarrow paradigm shift combo for the win. Um, I mean, picking up a win over the acclaimed is pretty cool for Mox and Eddie Kingston. Um, I really liked this match. I thought this match was great. Um, so far, I thought the show was going fantastically. I, I don't know what everybody is saying about, I don't know. It was a, it was a fair, good, whatever episode. I, I don't think it was. I mean, a fantastic super card or anything like that. But when Dynamite delivers normally week after week after week and you have something where you didn't really see a lot of uh, 50-50 booking. Like I knew Mox and Kingston were going to win here, but they all, but they had a great match. Um, I don't know. I guess the consequences weren't dire enough there wasn't enough at stake in all these matches I guess I don't know I really liked it I thought this match was fun uh I thought this show was entertaining um let's move on Jericho uh, gets asked about his arm uh and you know Dean Malenko's there kind of getting a little FaceTime I know he's battling Parkinson's so definitely uh shit man uh it's got to be rough but uh, more more power to him for getting out there and just dealing with it. I, I loved his uh, unrestricted uh, episode. He talked about it a little bit. Um, but yeah, man, uh, this was a nice little lead into the commercial. After this, we get all ego Ethan Page and Scorpio Sky cutting a promo on Sting and Darby. Let's roll These two it. gentlemen have made a profound impact on what has been going on here, especially a week ago when Darby Allen was dethroned at the hands of Miro, not once, but twice at the hands of the face of the revolution, Scorpio Sky and all ego Ethan Page. Tony, when I was a child, 
Sting was everything I loved about pro wrestling. He was everything good about this business. And just like all the other little stingers, I wanted to be just like him. And then something happened. Time. I don't have to tell you because you already know. You are not the same man you used to be. And I am no longer a child. I am a grown man warning you, step aside or I will put you down. You know what, Tony? We're okay. I'm gonna finish this interview up myself if that's all right. Skedaddle. Scorpio, you already proved you could put him down. You did! When you locked Sting in that heel hook and made him miss a week of dynamite. And on that night, on that week you missed Sting, I hope you were watching when I threw Darby Allen down the steps. And then what happened after that? It was, you know, the week after, you lost the TNT title. I'm not going to take full credit. No, no, no. Miro, you're going to be a hell of a TNT champ. But Darby Allen, just know, it was a little bit my fault. And I know how much that title means to you. You said it's your life, bud. It means the world to you. I'm here to take everything away from Darby Allen. Listen to me. I promise you, and I'm a man of my word, Darby. I will be the nail in your coffin. After their promo, Sting and Darby obviously come out. Um, you know, Sting comes out the front. Darby attacks them uh, from behind. Ego and Sky try to retreat, and the Dark Order come out uh, to stop them. Uh, I don't know. I like this. I like the Dark Order kind of teaming up with uh, Darby and Sting, uh, having their backs against uh, Ethan Page and Scorpio Sky. Scorpio Sky and Ethan Page kind of cutting promos like they're fucking Batman villains or something. Uh, you know, the other week, riddle me this, what's, you know, scarier than a big black bat or who's scared of the big black bat or something like that. Um, but th- their promos are pretty cool. Um, I'm liking this feud between them. I'm liking the storyline. Uh, after this, we had the Pinnacles dinner table promo. Uh, I would have cut all the audio in here, but uh, basically they're they're just putting over this stadium stampede. I wonder if this is going to be a fully taped thing or, you know, half live, half fully taped. Um, I don't know. The Pinnacle versus the Inner Circle again already. Um, I don't know. I don't know how this is going to go. Hopefully uh, the Pinnacle goes over here. Uh, the stipulation is that the, the Inner Circle will break up forever. Um yeah, I mean, they've been a great stable, but I think it's time. I think Sammy Guevara needs to do his own thing in the in the TNT Championship division. I think Santana and Ortiz need to get back to tagging more often, going after the tag titles. I think Hager sh- uh, should, I don't know, maybe Hager stick with, uh, with Jericho and become like his little, his heavy or whatever. You know what I mean? Just he can stick around with somebody or they could put Hager with anybody else. 
um, and have him be the heavy for that guy, I think it would work out. But yeah, I think Jericho needs just a little bit of time off TV. Uh, I think we see him way too often. Um, also, the inner circle. I mean, they've been in every big feud already. Give them a little time apart and maybe have a big reunion on the Jericho cruise later on. Uh, that'd be that'd be a great way to do it. Um, I don't know. Still kind of excited for the Stampede match. Um, dude, Sean Spears looked like a badass here, just slamming that dude's head on the table. But after this, we had Rebel, not Reba, versus Hikaru Shida. You know, the match was uh, what it was. You know, obviously Rebel kind of trying to fake that... Uh, that knee injury uh she does not fucking buy in it and then baker picks up the title distracting sheeta and rebel hitting sheeta with the clutch crutch uh god i'm fucking stupid uh, and does a stalling tossing suplex to sheeta uh hits a knee breaker uh or sheeta hits the knee breaker and then uh submits rebel uh with that with that knee submission that she uses um and then after the match, Britt Baker hits Sheeta uh, after the match and curb stomps Sheeta onto the fucking title. That was a pretty cool spot. I like that. Um, Britt Baker looking, you know, looking pretty nice uh, going into this uh, double or nothing. I, obviously, this isn't the go home show. We'll see what she has to offer next week. Um, I don't know. This was a great little match for me, a nice little uh, uh, padding match for Sheeta before the big title defense um after this we had kenny omega trying to get orange cassidy to back out of the match basically you can sign this little paperwork uh saying that you you know you're not going to wrestle in this next match blah 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 and he just slowly rips it up obviously he's hurt a little bit from getting fucking dumped on his back by Pac. um yeah so after this you had jericho in the inner circle promo answering uh the pinnacle i would have cut this together also but it just didn't seem i don't know it didn't go over that well uh it just seemed like a lot of the same we're gonna kick your ass and uh yeah we'll do the stadium stampede that's pretty much all they said and then more we're gonna kick your ass but this led into jade cargill uh cutting one or more of those promos where she doesn't need a manager but then mark sterling comes in talks to her it's kind of like the same thing we've heard a billion times uh and she's like basically you better have a good pitch um and then they dives right into the serena d versus uh red velvet match this match was fucking great like it was really good red velvet to me it is in the top five for a reason. Uh, she's not only a great wrestler, she works really stiff, really aggressive. Uh, but Serena D, man, she came out fucking looking vicious. Uh, her shit was snug. She was uh, hard hitting. Uh, Red Velvet ends up tapping out to her submission. Um, I thought this match was fucking cool. Like this was one of the better matches these this women's division the top of the women's division have been putting out amazing content uh and i cannot say enough about this match there were so many cool spots um this is the one match here that i'm uh, i'm saying saved the show for me um obviously the young bucks match was fantastic it is a young bucks match so it was going to be good uh, no matter who they were facing uh but i think red velvet and serena deep 
tore down the house. Uh, after this, we had Pac uh, running around trying to see who is going to fuck him over and uh, in, in trying to fuck him over in this uh, in the elite. So it, it's a very quick backstage moment and then it gets cut off. So uh, after this, we had Anthony Agogo versus Austin Gunn, um, you know, hitting Austin Gunn with that one punch, dropping Austin. Um I don't know. Uh, I know Agogo is probably going to go over double or nothing. Hopefully, they, him and Cody have a fantastic match. Austin Gunn actually looked pretty good here for what he got to do. Um, after this, uh, you know, SCU cutting a promo, well, not even SCU, uh, Frankie Kazarian uh, cutting a promo after CD basically says, I don't know, you kind of got this, man. Uh, and they kind of throw up his tweet like, maybe I'm done kind of thing um and then Kaz cuts a pretty good promo talking about how he that's one of the best men he's ever worked with sort of thing and uh watch what he does uh talking about uh Kaz so I'm thinking Kaz is going to be in that uh casino battle royale I think uh he's going to go pretty far Uh, I'm wondering who the joker is going to be that mystery uh person is normally somebody uh new random coming in Um, I don't know who's like really out there who can really, you know, be in that slot. That would be like a big, Oh shit. Surprise. Um, but yeah, we'll, we'll wait and see what Kaz has to offer here. After this, we had Miro, uh, cutting a promo and Lance Archer interrupting. Let's roll it. First and foremost, I want to thank Jesus Christ for protecting me. Also, I want to thank Jesus Christ for giving me strength, power, and more aggressive than everybody else so I can destroy everybody. And that's my talent. But that is not Darby Allen's talent, isn't it? After he talked all that crap online, I beat him up so bad. I took what he said he could not be taken. Now you know. Now everybody knows that it doesn't matter if you're the baddest man on earth or you're the hottest thing in AEW. If you have what I want, it's done. Derby Allen, you disrespected me. It's okay. I forgive you. I'm a reasonable man. So all you have to do is go home, make another one of your greedy student videos. I am the champ now, and nobody's going to stop from this. That's why next week, live at AEW, somebody's got an opportunity for my TNT title, and that somebody, I'm going to make sure I destroy him over and over and over again until there's nothing left for him. Miro, shut the hell up. You're out here talking about you're going to hurt somebody? I've been the beast of All Elite long before you got here when you were still trying to have a day to yourself. I don't even think you understand the history of the TNT title because one year ago, Cody and I stepped in that ring and fought for the first ever TNT championship. I didn't leave that night the champion, but I'll be damned if on May 30th I don't walk out new TNT champion. Miro, Miro, honestly, I'm happy you won because we're about to give these people a monster fight they haven't seen since Godzilla versus Kong. And from one big bad son of a bitch to another i can't wait to beat the hell out of each other because on may 30th double or nothing in front of a sold out crowd i'm going to put your ass on the ground i'm gonna hold that belt over my head because i am going to make you my bulgarian bitch oh they're really 
really freaking hurts, Murderhawk. I have never heard this before, I promise you. But you call yourself a monster, and then every time you come out, you bring the old man to hold you back. When I wanted this title, nothing gonna hold me back, you know that? But I'm gonna tell you this next time. Yeah, hold him back, old man. Next time, I'll tell you this much. You bring him around, you better pray to God that he doesn't come close to me, because I promise you, there is not enough yoga in the world that's gonna save your life if you come close to me, I'll tell you that. And as far as you go, Murderhawk, I'll tell you this. You said that everybody dies, and it's true. Everybody dies. But I just insist that you're going to be first. I really like uh, Mira's promo here. Uh, I like their interaction between each other. I think uh, I think this is actually going to go off pretty well. Um, hopefully they do a little bit more promo work next week. Um but yeah, so far, uh, I'm liking what I see out of Miro as the TNT champ. Uh, so now, if Baker wins the women's title, it's going to be heels across the board, uh, which which might be kind of a nice change of pace. You know what I mean? Um, after this, we had the Young Bucks versus the Varsity Blondes. Uh, great teamwork by the Varsity Blondes in this match. Uh, the Young Bucks are just toying with them, is, is what it seems. Uh, smiling and laughing. Uh, the big avalanche suplex by Matt to Brian Pillman Jr. was a nice spot. The cold spray while the sharpshooter, uh, while in the sharpshooter was a nice spot. And uh, the sharpshooter slash face buster combo for the win. Um Man, the Young Bucks definitely pulling out heel tactics in this uh, in this match. Um, the cold spray. The cold spray was definitely used uh, <laughs> behind the ref's back. Uh, there were some nice super kick spots. Brian Pillman Jr. hit a nice fucking super kick. Um, I think Griff Garrison had some great spots in this match. Uh, he, he looks huge in comparison to these guys. Um, I'm, I'm really hoping we get to see more... Uh, of the varsity blondes uh, julia hart even getting involved trying to tell the ref like hey look they're cheating blah 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 uh, and it worked for a minute but then a second can gets thrown in and used again <laughs> so um i really like this match i thought the main event was awesome uh after the match mox and eddie kingston are uh come out start beating down the bucks after the match and choke them both out literally choke them both out and kingston and mox uh steal their shoes uh before they leave i mean you you can't write this shit. They literally take the fucking nice shoes off their feet, which are like $10,000 shoes, and walk off with them. Uh, <laughs> and Mox just told Eddie Kingston, hey, stop stealing people's shoes. Uh, and there he just helps him. He takes it off of <laughs> um, Matt's feet at the same time. So uh, nice little ending to Dynamite as they go off the air. Uh, Eddie Kingston and Mox are walking off with some... Some pretty expensive shoes, and Matt and Nick Jackson are standing in the ring barefoot. Like, what the hell just happened? Uh, just got choked out by Mox and, and Eddie Kingston. So uh, I'm wondering what's going to happen at double or nothing between the two of these tag teams. Uh, that brutal, um, stiff style that uh, Mox and Eddie Kingston have versus that high-flying, uh, having fun, heel tactics uh, version of the young bucks that we have now um but like i said man i think dynamite was great this week 
Uh, obviously, it wasn't like some fucking blowout. Oh my God, we, you know, so and so showed up and uh, fucking CM Punk came back. It's a special dynamite. You know what I mean? It wasn't some big surprise stricken thing, but I think there were great promos. I think there were fantastic matches. Um, and that's all you can really ask for. It's not like an, it's, it's an episode of fucking raw where the entire show is a wash. Um, so I don't know. I'm happy with it. I'm happy with the episode. Uh, I cannot wait for next week. Next week is going to be late. Like I said, it's going to be on 10 o'clock on Friday. Um, so all these podcasts that are normally come out during the week are all going to be delayed. Uh, so even I will be suffering, but since dynamite is now done, uh, I think you guys know what time it is. It is time for the, the official match of the week. All right, everybody, the official match of the week uh, for me is actually going to be Serena D versus Red Velvet. Uh, I thought this match was incredible. This women's match was, um, man, I thought it was great. Red Velvet, I really thought she was going to pull out a win here. Uh, maybe Serena Deeb, uh, you know, being hurt for so long, might have not picked up the win over the fresh, young, vibrant Red Velvet. Um, I think she's got a lot of um, room in AEW to grow. I, I'm hopefully they they push her a lot. She really shown uh, like a lot of people during that match with Jade Cargill that she can handle her own. She deserves to be here, and she's had incredible matches ever since. So hats off to her, um, and we'll see what comes of Serena Deeb in that NWA title. Um, I'm sure it just had to do with NWA not wanting to change champions, uh, not on their programming. So um, it'll probably be one of their talents because they're starting to do shows again. So, uh, but yeah, uh, like I said, next week will be different. Uh, I will be doing my episode of Dynamite uh, Friday night. I will be on Seeing the Elite uh, an AEW podcast this week. So check me out on there. I will be on there twice, which is, I mean, fucking amazing. I'm so fucking pumped for that. Uh, definitely a big shout out to those guys, um, for having me on. Uh, I think I'll be co-hosting the, the first episode and then just be on their coverage for our double or nothing, the pay-per-view. Uh, and then, like I said, uh, going to try to get Zach on here for this show's coverage of double or nothing. Uh, but yeah, next week, it's just going to be dynamite, no darks. Um, it's just too much fucking content to try to handle, uh, for four different podcasts that I got to roll with. So, um, thanks again, guys, for checking out the podcast. If you are on an Apple device or a, on an iTunes, you have an iTunes account at all. You have a computer, download iTunes and get an account, uh, subscribe to this podcast. Uh, please leave a review and leave me five stars. I really appreciate it. And once again, I'm not on Twitter, so you can't tag anything, uh, or whatnot. So, um, I don't know, find a way to get a hold of me. <laughs> Maybe on Facebook, look up, look me up, Jeff Englert. Um, uh, I'll accept for friend requests, it doesn't matter. And just tell me you're a fan of the show, and it's easy, it's uh, easy peasy. So um, that's it for me, guys. I will see you on the next one.
are many, you are one, we have plenty You have some, you're taking this so serious But I'm only doing this for fun You're walking backwards while I run Met without cause you're all done Open my mouth as I erupt Regretting what you just begun You're never stopping me You're never stopping this You never saw me coming But you must acknowledge this So I'll just bring the heat And leave them powerless To try to step to me So maybe you should crawl a bit